Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Connor. Hey, Brittany. So we are not afraid to shy away from controversial topics. We've talked a lot about things that, that a lot of people might not agree with. Even you and I might not agree on some of them, but I want to talk today about something a lot of people disagree on. It's it's a very big topic right now. Um, you know, even with people who identify as you know libertarians, as we talked about a lot, uh, they don't want to talk about this issue because it's 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 a little bit murky. So I want to talk about big tech like Facebook and Google and whether they have too much power um, and, and what we can do about it, if anything. You know, if we should even do anything about it. Um, so I want to have just kind of an honest conversation about what's been going on, kind of pick your brain and and see if there are any you know solutions. But I have to give a disclaimer that even though I'm scared of big tech and I'm going to probably like make fun of them a lot, I currently have three Google homes in my house that are probably listening to everything I'm saying. I'm well aware that they know too much about me and honestly target me with these great ads that I don't really hate because they're targeting with ads like with things I want, right? Right, right, right. But Connor, can you explain like why are people so scared? What is going on right now that is making people terrified of big tech? Well, there's been that concern for a while where like, I mean, honestly, right now I'll do it where I'll say like, you know, I really like, um, you know, the Tuttle Twins books. And then all of a sudden, like later today, I'll be scrolling Facebook and I'll see an ad for the Tuttle Twins books, right? Where like, hey, hey, honey, you know, we need a new wheelbarrow. And all of a sudden you get a Home Depot ad, uh, you know, in, in, in your in your Instagram. You're buying a lot of wheel wheelbarrows these days, well, Connor? Well, our, our, our last one got busted. So I, I'm okay. speaking from personal experience here. And so, you know, people have had that concern for a while that our devices are listening and that these tech giants are serving us ads. But also, as you say, Brittany, there's this like reverse effect where like, wouldn't you prefer an ad for something you specifically need uh, than just a generic ad that's dumb. However, you know, the fact that they're like listening to these devices and stuff is still a problem. Um, so there's that tension between like, hey, uh, big tech is learning about us, right? When I search for something on Google, they're learning what I'm searching. And so the ads that they show and the, and the results they show are going to kind of more closely match the things I'm searching for. Well, wouldn't I like that from a search engine to be more accurate based on my preferences? Right. Or as I'm on Facebook uh, or Instagram and if I follow certain accounts and I, I like certain, you know, images, well, the ones that it then suggests like, hey, you might want to follow these accounts and hey, you know, you might like this. Well, these these big tech giants, they try and learn from our behavior and then show us content that they think we would like. And so there's an aspect there that that's very, you know, uh, harmless that they're trying to make it a better experience but then of course you know comes when like the election was happening and yeah. joe biden's son had this horrible you know thing going on and then big tech was like nope we're not gonna allow anyone to share the news article about uh you know that website um and and they're preventing the free flow of information and then you know hey certain people are outspoken or you know donald trump himself is outspoken or these you know, uh, conservative, you know, commentators on, on the radio or Fox News, and they're saying things about COVID or about the election or whatever. And, oh, hey, you know, I'm Twitter and I don't like that. So I'm going to ban your account. 
See, or, and that, yeah, that's what's scaring me, right? And we've talked about this before a little bit. Like, where does free speech start and end? And you and I are both very big advocates of private property and private ownership. And this is where I'm, I'll be honest with you, my libertarianism is struggling right now. Because on the one hand, I'm like, all right, you're a private company. You can do what you want, but you've gotten so powerful that, I mean, Parler, right? Here we have this instance of Parler, which was supposed to be right. the alternative. And you and I believe in market alternatives, right? We don't want to use the government to ban things. We want to create something better. So here comes here comes Parler, which people are like, all right, let's try Parler. Let's do this. And then Amazon and Apple ban Parler. So you can't download the app anywhere. And so it's becoming this thing where it's like, what do we do? Because even when we try to invent these, these new solutions... They don't work because big tech is blocking them. So I'm really torn right now. It is it is a tough thing, right? Because Parler, you know, still needs the services of other companies. They had their their computers hosted with Amazon, and and Amazon was like, eh, we don't want to be associated with with this company because they have no moderation. Uh, I mean. Uh, so, Brittany, you're really good at, at kind of doing investigative writing and getting mm -hmm. to the, the bottom of an issue. And I feel like with the Parler story, we didn't see a lot of that. People were claiming that, oh, Parler, it's this conservative, you know, alternative to social media and the, the social media giants don't like it. So they're trying to kill it. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe there is some of that. But also, Parler had no moderation at all. In other words, there were a ton of people on Parler who, who were posting awful, awful things, who were posting threats, who were posting, uh, you know, people's home addresses of elected officials, like things that, that Facebook and Twitter, like they have content moderation. They basically say, well, hey, look, we want to make sure everything's safe. You can't threaten people on our platform. Like, you know, just be decent people and share whatever opinions you want. But Parler didn't have any of that. And so especially during the Donald Trump, the election, the the January 6th, you know, the yes. Capitol riots and all this stuff, there were a lot of people posting bad things on Parler, which I feel like the company should have taken down and, yeah. and didn't. And so what you see in Amazon, like, so I'll use Amazon as the example, right? The, the real issue is that, they were hosting their computers with Amazon. And so Amazon was like, we, we don't want to have that. We don't want to be associated with this content. We don't want people knowing that Amazon helps people post threats, you know, online, et cetera. And so Amazon was like, we don't, we, we want the freedom of association. We don't want to have to provide services to someone who's, who's unwilling to remove these bad posts. And so in the court, there was a court battle. And in the court battle, Amazon had this big, long document where they shared all these examples. And they're like, look, here are all these posts on Parler that are legitimate problems. Parler was not taking them down. And, and so now our company is kind of guilty by association and we don't want to be. So that's why we said, hey, Parler, you can't be on here. In fact, they gave notice to Parler. I, I think it was unfair. They basically said 24 hours which is like impossible yeah. to make, you know, some code changes to your app and then, you know, launch it. So I think that part was a little un unreasonable and unfair. However, Parler should have done this weeks and months prior. They should have had basic, basic content moderation. I mean, if you're creating a social media app, you don't want like crazy people going on there and, and planning, you know, assassinations of people <laughs> like you would, you would reasonably have some type anyway so so to me the real issue is that uh, 
parlor should have done this smarter um and that amazon was in its right to be like yeah we don't want to be associated with you parlor can go set up their own computers i mean they can they can kind of do their own thing they were just relying on other companies who when it kind of blew up those companies were like yeah we don't want to be associated with you um and and so the real question is should the government force you know amazon to associate with parlor and to work with parlor and and to me that's a rather simple question at the end of the day so this is where I'm going to disagree with you a little, not in the government part, on the parlor part. So I, and this, I need to do a disclaimer here. I am not supporting the the incitement of riots or or threats. I think doxing, which is where you give people's home addresses and their real names, uh, terrible, right? But there is an aspect of the wild, wild west, the no rules of the internet that that remind me of the beginning of the internet, which is which is what made it so great. Now I think you're right where you have to take some precautions where you have to say like, all right, we can't support this. But I also think it gives you a minus the like the doxing, minus the threats. I think being able to say what might be abhorrent things might be terrible things. I think having that and you meet it with you combat it with better speech, right? You actually have the dialogue to talk it out, which you don't have if you get censored on on Facebook or or Twitter. I think we need to get back to that. The other thing that worries me, and and he does not mind me using his name because he's been actually asking me to tell a story. We have a friend named Jason Rink. I think you know Jason Rink. I do. So Jason Rink is this incredible filmmaker, and he went to the Capitol. We have to be careful what words we use because even certain words will get us like booted off certain things. Right. So, so he was at the Capitol interviewing um, people. He was not storming the Capitol. He was just there as a documentary. You know, he's making a documentary interviewing people. He was the last person who interviewed the guy with the buffalo, whatever it was, like horns before he was arrested by the FBI. Actually, he turned himself in. That should be noted. But Jason got booted off of all social media because they have bots. They have AI that kind of, if you say certain things, you automatically get kicked off. Well, Jason had been hashtagging what was popular to hashtag to see, you know, what was going on at the Capitol. And he got every single social media account deleted. Even some of his YouTube videos were deleted. And this is somebody who, in a lot of ways, is a journalist, right? Because he's trying to tell people what's going on. Um, and now he's banned from everything. And and that, you know, that kind of destroys his livelihood in a lot of ways because he makes movies for a living. Again, I'm going to agree with Connor, though, where I don't think this means the government needs to come in and regulate. But I'm, I'm sitting here kind of tearing my hair out thinking, well, what's the alternative? Because we already tried Parler. What do we do? You know, how how do we stop this? Because it's not a free speech issue. We need to be very careful about that. Free speech is only when it is the government. And these are private companies. So what do we do? Well, Jason shared an interesting video after all this happened that I watched uh, when he was talking about how they had this documentary. It was it was a brief one. It was a short one. Uh, but it was very timely because everyone was talking about this guy. It was just a trailer, I think. They never released the full one, but it was a good trailer. And and so they were shopping it around to different uh, companies like, you know, Netflix and Hulu and some of the different companies. And according to Jason, what he shared is that they were having some really good talks with these companies because they're like, guys, everyone is talking about this right now. If you if you host our our documentary, you know, if you work with us and you're the distributor, you're going to get a ton of people watching this thing and talking about it and it'll be good for business and create conversation. And so according to Jason, they were having some really positive discussions with finding a distributor, but that every time 
the idea kind of ran up the flagpole to the to the corporate you know bosses at the top of these companies they would say no they would shoot it down and jason's kind of theory and and i would agree with them is like you know these companies have this this desire to not be associated at all Mm -hmm. with kind of the donald trump you know crazy whatever whatever because they feel like it's bad for their brand or they feel like they should not lend they should not give a platform for those views to be shared and and that to me is the worrying thing where it's like hey you have this legitimate disagreement on a policy you you have feelings about you know whether uh you know boys should pretend to be girls and then go play girls sports uh you know or not just pretend in some cases you know whatever but yeah <laughs> but if you have you know strong feelings about these ideas uh whether they're legitimate or not right uh sh- you know should you be shut down should should these companies feel like oh well you know we don't want uh, our twitter platform to be associated with you know the these ideas and, and to me Brittany, one of the concerns is hypocrisy yeah um where it's like well you know there's awful stuff all over twitter like legitimately blm awful. we saw people inciting and calling for murder for people that didn't right. agree with them yeah right and 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 so it's like okay like i'm totally fine again free speech and whatnot i'm i'm totally fine with these companies setting their own terms and conditions you know saying who who they'll allow to have a platform and not totally fine that's their right but i think there is a role for us to like call them out and say like you're being inconsistent you're being hypocritical mm-hmm. and and i think there's a lot of people doing that i i think that's you know happening a lot right now um but but i struggle with you Brittany, in, in terms of saying what is the question is it is it a, a parlor or something like it a, a full alternative is it you know market pressures um I'll give you another example. We, over the years, have advertised the Tall Twins books um, in a variety of ways. But one of the ways is we talked about, hey, you know, if you want your kids to learn the dangers of, of socialism, um, you know, these are books you need to check out. We're not allowed to mention uh, that word anymore. We saw that, yeah. Our, our ads get banned, you know, if we uh, if we have um, if we have that word in it. And so now we're like, oh, well, those ads were doing really well, but now we, you know. And so we're kind of trying to be a little clever with it, right? Like these books teach the dangers of something that rhymes with, you know, but it's not socialism. So, so I don't know, like at the end of the day, I feel like these guys can do what they want. And, and look, uh, during the MySpace era, like everyone thought like, oh, wow, this is, no one can take down MySpace. Like MySpace crashed and burned. And, and, and so I feel like the free, like where there's a will, there's a way. And, and and the 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 market will work and if this big tech giants continue to cause problems whether it's parlor or some other type of company right if if a if an entrepreneur sees a demand right that creates an opportunity if, a, if an entrepreneur out there like the parlor guys if they're like hey look there's a demand for this then hey let's go you know create an app let's let's learn from the mistakes of parlor right let's have content moderation and if i'm being honest the parlor app it was awful. <laughs> it was just so like horrible to use. It felt like a high schooler. No offense to all the high schoolers out there, but you know, it felt like someone very inexperienced uh, was the one creating the app. And so I still feel like if Peter Thiel or Elon Musk or one of these guys really wanted to like solve the problem, they, they could. could, and they would win a lot of customers over 
right? Um, and so Parler tried and, and may still try, but I feel like there's still a lot of opportunities and that if this is a big enough problem, if there is consumer demand, you know, we'll see a, a big shift and Facebook and, and others will lose a lot of their market share. I actually, I want to bring one positive example to this. And that is, so I'm a big Joe Rogan fan. Um, and Joe Rogan is one of those people that he has everyone on his show. It doesn't matter if he disagrees with them or not. Now he switched from YouTube to Spotify and a lot of Spotify employees, a lot of these woke Spotify employees were like, no, we're going to walk out. We're not going to do this if you allow him on our platform. But Joe Rogan has so much market power and he's so popular that they couldn't do it, right? They couldn't They couldn't cancel him, as we've talked about before. So I think there is hope. I think there are these people. Like It's funny to be how Joe Rogan doesn't mean to be, but Joe Rogan, I think, is going to end up being one of the most important figures in modern history. Which is hilarious, because I remember back, what was that TV show I used Fear to watch? Fear Factor. Yeah, Fear Factor. <laughs> Eat these random bugs. Yeah. <laughs> He's come a long way. So fun topic, but yeah. serious issue. And it's something yep. that a lot of us are grappling with and trying to figure out. And I feel like a lot of us are like tiptoeing, just like you said, oh, we can't like mention certain things because yep. then we might like offend the, not not even like the the humans, like we might trigger this AI bot, like you mentioned, that sees a word and kind of flags our account. And I remember even uh, Ron Paul's account got shut down yep. uh, briefly because uh, someone on his team, you know, had an issue and he was an admin for Ron Paul's page. And so it, so, so a lot of this is automated and, and these companies are trying to deal with you know big problems and a lot of people posting uh, content that that is bad so i think some of it is is you know understandable they're trying to deal as best they can um but i, I do think there's this kind of agenda and i think uh, i don't know I, I believe in the market and i believe that this problem will ultimately get solved but maybe it'll it'll still take a while and maybe it's not parlor maybe it's parlor version two <laughs> uh, but but a uh, good issue for us to all be thinking about because i think i think free speech in the broader sense is something that is really important and uh you know we we gotta we gotta protect it so anyways uh guys uh, thanks as always for listening and uh, Brittany. until next time we'll talk to you later talk to you later you've been listening to the way the world works make sure your family is subscribed and check out tuttletwins.com for more awesome content